I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. Listen, we're just two single girls from the City of Roses discussing all things love, lust, and perception. And roses are a symbol of all things beautiful about love. But as you know, love can get a little dirty. So we're here to talk about it. Dirty Roses Podcast starts now. Hey, I'm Leela Ree. And I'm Nick B. And welcome to Dirty Roses Podcast. Guess what? What? Season four! <laughs> Okay, okay, and we're doing this. Yes. Okay, as you can see, brand new set. Again. If we could turn the cameras around, we got new teams and new things going on for our season, which is our anniversary season. It is our anniversary season. You guys, we've made it through a year of the shit. First of all, thank you, listeners for listening with us for the past year, year of shenanigans and the crazy stuff that comes out of our mouths. Yeah, yeah, y'all have really been riding for us and we appreciate we it. Do. We do. We love the, the, the feedback that y'all have been giving us yep. and the way that y'all listen to our show while texting us that you're listening to our show. And then tell us what we already know is funny that and that is funny. I'm like, yeah, we know. We love that y'all we think know. we're funny. Because we, we think we're funny. We think we're funny. Because if nothing else, we're going to like our own <laughs> shit. All day. All goddamn day. On repeat. I love it. Yes. So we are going to do our recap. recap. Let's yes. do it. So this is our recap episode. We do it every season at the very mm-hmm. first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of catch up on what we did last season, mm-hmm. what's coming up for this season, and what's been new with each of us. Yes. So where do we start? Okay, well, let's start with what's new. Okay. Okay, what so since new? last season, what's mm-hmm. new with you, Miss Leela Reed? More trips. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Were anywhere fun, or are they all, like, kind of... Still going to your area. Okay, yeah. still coming to see yeah, me. Yeah, 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 that part and other people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now, I don't know if y'all remember this, but last season, during the religion episode... Yes. When our guest mentioned that she met her husband on a dating app for um, people of Islam. Yes. Um, and I was trying to get on it for a second. You were trying to get on it. And then it. I understood then I couldn't. They took it down. It's not for me. But, um, but also, <laughs> I think I made it very clear that I was never going to be on a dating app. You did say that. And, and then what had happened? What had happened was... <laughs> um, what happened was this girl over here told me that I needed to date people in my area because I have been very adamant about dating outside my area. And I don't know where to meet people who I don't already know. <laughs> so I got my date nap. So I joined. Whose zip code did you use, though? Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, but whose zip code did you use? Because I feel like there was a whole conversation. You was like, girl, he ain't far from you. I am on the way. So he I was a New Yorker, with, right? There was a New Yorker. There was a New Jersey or what was that? New Jersey or? I don't think that's it at all. That is not it. That's probably why he not. A New Jerseyan. A New Jerseyan. I don't think that's it either. <laughs> a guy from New Jersey. There we go. There we go. Um, there was a few from Virginia. Uh huh. Um, one from D.C. Okay. And there's uh, others. So know. really, you got on the dating app so you could meet people in your area, and then you didn't. <laughs> I have met a few people from the Washington State, which is right up the street that's from good. us. That's, so that's closer. We'll consider that in the area. It's closer. Have not. Okay, I chatted with one guy from Portland. Okay. One. One. Is it one and done? Um, I, he hasn't been consistent. Okay. So, you know, it is what it is. And we have a lot of mutual friends, so, you know, I kind of shied away from that instantly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't like that you know everybody. Okay. Everybody. Because you know, know everybody. Because I know everybody. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little uncomfortable. But, yeah, so... Your girl's been on a date nap, and I'm about to get off. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> so what has been new with you, though? Uh, kind of almost the same as you. Did you get back on a dating nap? I did. Oh, God. I don't know how I feel. Oh, God. Um, 
So the thing with dating apps Uh-oh. is that it's like it's like you want to be hopeful that you're gonna find what you're looking mm-hmm. for, and then every single time you're kind of reminded that this this just ain't it. Mm. I don't know what it is. Like I've met some guys that definitely have their own freaks and kinks, mm. and I feel like that's Lots the pl- freaks and kinks. Uh huh. And like I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like welcome to my world. I get lots of feet, guys. Do you like that? It doesn't bother me because I like my feet. Okay, no, but like, if a guy leads with, let me see them feet. What them feet do? If a guy leads with, what them feet do? How you feeling? I mean, considering I have a ton of feet pictures, so you just send your feet for fun? I don't send. Oh, I have sent feet pictures. Not. Oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, them not like they're squishing around in slime putty and stuff, but I, I you know, I post on my feet, but you know, like with the little wine glass and you got your foot in the background and you're leaning, you know, leaned up. See, beach, and I always photos. thought that those were more like about your tattoos. So that's why I was like, oh, Lee has great kneecaps. It, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> a little bit of I'm tapping into all my freaks and kinks okay, of okay. all the requests um, that I get. So yeah, no, I've, I've met some guys online. I have not had any dates with the guys online. Okay. But I don't even know how I feel about it right now. I, I waver back and forth between do I want to go on a date or don't I? Because what I don't like is my peace being interrupted. Mm. And I recognize that that might be my own issue because in order for someone to enter your life, that's an interruption. That's a disruption. That's an, it's an addition. Yeah. And so I struggle going back and forth with who do I want to add and why? It's like, if you're not going to add to my joy, if you're not going to add to my, you know, happiness, success, or whatever the case may Mm be, I just don't know if I have room for it. And you usually don't find out that your peace has been interrupted until Mm -hmm. it's too late. Right. Yeah. So it's a gamble. And I, what I've learned about me is that I am not a risk taker. So Mm. I struggle. I struggle. Mm. But that's where I'm at with that. But you gamble a lot. I mean, you don't gamble a lot at the casino, but when you go, you do. With somebody else's money. Okay. You do. (laughs) I learned from you about that one, too. But, okay. So, some new things. Both of us on dating apps. We are on the maps. We are out there. And y'all find us on those dating apps. (laughs) Don't. I'm just kidding. Please don't, because I might get off really soon. Um, But last season was an interesting. It Uh was fun. Uh We were adventuring out and trying new things. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to recap. Let's talk about it. Yeah, and I'm not going to go in any particular order. I'm just going to go. Let's do it. One of the things that stood out, we just mm-hmm. talked about Freaks and Kings. So uh-huh. we had an episode with Stephen Smith. The, the sexiologist guy. The sexiologist, yes. The, yep, the sexiologist. The voice and, and his gray, green eyes. Uh, green, right. green, green, green gray. He green called green them, gray. them ocean eyes. Them, yep, there, there we mm-hmm. go. But we had a sexologist on. Yes. He um, gave us a lot of input on BDSM. His version of his it, version called Rated Red. Yep. Um, talked a lot about orgasms. I didn't realize there was a whole alphabet worth of orgasms yeah. to be had. I thought an orgasm was an orgasm, and then he that was said, the end of it. And there was lots of spot, G spot, right. A spot, a whole C, C spot. spot. That's what, that's the alphabet. Yeah. I'm, and I'm I was like, I didn't know. And I'm mad that I'm a, you know, in my 40s, and I ain't know. And you skipped all letters and went straight to G spot, and we still haven't found it yet. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> still searching. Still searching. <laughs> what did he say? It's up. And he over. says it's up to the up, and then over to the left. And there's like a little ridge. And there's like a little ridge, but uh, it's on the left hand side. And, and according to him, it takes you 90 seconds. At least 90 seconds to, to finish. <laughs> 
once found. And I just, I'm just saying, I hope men who were listening to that episode, if you, attention. if you took down notes, I will know. Cause if you don't get it, then I'm like, see, you don't, you don't, you're not invested in this show. Your first date is going to be like, do you listen to my podcast? Right. So did you learn? There's a test. There is a test. <laughs> There's a quiz and it, I'll know if you do or don't get it right. <laughs> if you're going 35 miles an hour <laughs> down the slope and to the left. All right. Where do you go? The Where ridge are you or the hole? <laughs> Okay. But that was a fun episode. It was, it was interesting. I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Nick said I got hot and bothered. She episode. did. If you have a chance to go back and watch it, you will see that this one over here, she had some squirming going on. She absolutely was I blushing. She got all like cheesy and like. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. How about I was just curious. That was no, she, you, it's okay. You had a little crushy poo. <laughs> feedback on that one we got mixed reviews as well as good feedback um Mm -hmm. folks didn't realize that they were even like participating in red flag behavior until it was kind of pointed out yeah they're like oh i do that all day i didn't even realize but you're right Right. like that's a whole issue right not only that we exhibit our own red flags Mm -hmm. but that we didn't realize we were playing with the red flags that were there right like and she did a good job of explaining um red flags orange flags yellow flags all that um, which I didn't realize there were so many flags. Again. I thought it was like red flags, green flags. That's it. Like, I don't know. Um, but it made sense because there are things that may be something that you want to watch out for, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a hard stop in a relationship. Right. It's so, more like proceed with caution. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of proceed with caution. About me? Damn! Yeah, you, you personally, but you proceed with caution on a lot of things. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. No, did you just call me like a whole, like, do, did you, do you remember what your red flag was? Because we talked about what our own personal red flags were. Um, I'm trying to remember now because I, I feel like it was like you were too nice, too trusting. I am too, like yeah. I, I give people the benefit of the doubt too much. Yeah. Um, but I am too nice. I have a hard time being confrontational. Mm. So things will bother me and I'll talk about it maybe with you, but right. not with the person who needs to hear it. Yeah, you're a good communicator, but maybe not with the person whose mm-hmm, feelings I'm, it might hurt. I'm worried about hurting the feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I entertain a lot of bullshit. You do. I, I but know. it's so much fun to listen to. It is. It's content. <laughs> Y'all can content. hear about this stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so it was interesting to... We got, the feedback that we did get was that people really related to the fact that they either were out of relationships that they learned a lot of red flags about, Mm -hmm. um, but didn't think about it until after the fact. Yeah, and Um, then we also kind of dissected the fact that not everybody's red flag is the same for everybody. Right. So even when we were discussing red flags on the show, Mm -hmm. what's a red flag for you isn't necessarily a red flag for me. Because your green flag was somebody with eight kids. First of all, don't do that. That was not a green flag. That was a proceed with caution. I proceeded and shit. It was, yeah, yeah, but but you know, to be fair, again, like you had a very good explanation. You don't judge people about like you have certain things that you do in your past life. Like it could right. be a mistake, it could be an error, it could be just poor judgment at a unexperienced, <laughs> immature age. Yeah, um, that maybe you grew up from and you learned from right. and you're doing better in life now, right? So, so what she's saying is that I absolutely dated a dude with eight kids and kept <laughs> it rocking. I mean, and some people might be like, well, shit, that's a problem. She regrets it now. Well, but... I mean, I regret every relationship that's ended. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, we had a really fun time with Tommy Bradley yeah. of Guitars Underwear Brand um, <laughs> discussing Love Beyond the Struggle. He was hilarious now. He was from Mississippi. He was. Um, so listen, when you go back and listen to this episode, you might actually need to watch this episode on YouTube because there were parts that he kind of broke out a lot of, uh, yeah. and so it was hard to hear him on some areas. Uh-huh. But if you watch it, you can at least read his lips to catch anything you may have missed, because it was funny. Plus, not to mention, the more he talks, the more country his accent got. He, got, he became more Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yep. Yep. Throughout the whole show. The whole show. <laughs> <laughs> but he was really dope. He talked about his story about um, going to prison, you know, coming out of prison, mm-hmm. getting his life together, um, finding God, doing yeah. all those things, and then finding the love of his life and yeah. getting married and starting his own brand. So yes. he's doing great things, really great episode, really good And his energy. brand is really expanding. It is. And he, did he say he was getting some women's some women's draws? Because remember, so, I was trying to break out of my cottons. Yeah, your unmatching. <laughs> my unmatching draws. unmatching draws. brown, black, <laughs> top, bottoms. Yeah, so he <laughs> was, I think he was di- getting ready to start into women's clothing. He mm-hmm. had some before yeah. and then kind of started focusing on men's clothing. Or right. his underwear, um, but you can catch him out at all these pop-ups around. Portland. You sure can, and, and hit him up because uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. So yes. you know um, what tomorrow? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, go get. If you need some last-minute gift ideas, get your man some draws. Go find Tommy. Find him on IG. Okay. Underwear. Yes. Yes. Um, And we'll tag him again. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Again, you need it by tomorrow, though. (laughs) (laughs) You got a couple days. He keeps him in the trunk of his car, so you're you're good. He gonna roll up (laughs) on you. (laughs) We had um, another great episode after that um, with. Oh, our friend from middle school. Maury. Maury and her husband, Steven. It was maintaining a successful marriage, which neither one of us know anything about. But not only that, what we really... (laughs) She's like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I did... I feel like you did maintain a successful... I mean... mean, 17 years. Yeah, that's not like it was just a year and you were done or something. Like, we can call that a success. It's just sometimes people change and... And maybe it's successful that it ended. Maybe that was a success story. Successful. Okay, yeah. so there's that. There's that. <laughs> but um, it's always nice to see a healthy relationship. I think we dive a lot into toxic yeah. relationships because it's funny. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to talk about the things that went wrong and make jokes about it and everything right. like that. But what everyone is ultimately looking for is that recipe for success. Right. And so we found out that the recipe is actually in a slice of German, German chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. Cake? By Jima. Uh, by Jima. Yeah, that was not given to the girlfriend at the time. No. It was given to the future wife. Right. So they have a very she knew interesting what she was doing. beginning to their story. Yeah. Um, also, a note to listen to your elders because they know better than they you do. do. Um, they do. You don't want to listen sometimes. But, you know, when they give you German chocolate cake, you, you marry eat that. that. You, you get, marry her. You get it. <laughs> don't eat this cake. So we um, invited uh, my cousin on the show, uh-huh. and she talked about her experience with her childhood trauma. Um, she dove into a really uh, heavy subject that mm-hmm. we discussed. Um, we do say that there is a viewer warning, so if you do watch that episode, there is discussion of some type of child abuse, and we mm-hmm. don't want to go into detail right here, but you can right. watch that episode. Um, but it, her outlook on how she came through that was mm-hmm. so amazing. Yeah. Her um, perspective of life now is great. She was very much like... Um, I'm glad I went through certain things yeah. because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm-hmm. And that's very difficult for a lot of people to think about because a lot of us are like, why me? Why did this happen mm-hmm. to me? And she just has a totally different outlook. Yeah. She's married now, really great life, starting businesses and all kinds of things. So that was. Yeah, she's a great example for someone who may be going through the struggle right now mm-hmm. and is looking for what it's going to look like on the other side. She's a good example of the other side. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I did like that episode. It was a. Uh, that one was called. Uh, Surviving childhood trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. 
Um, the next, uh, another episode that we did, religion and relationships. Yes. Which felt like we learned more about the re- the religion uh-huh. than the impact of the relationship. Yeah. But it was very, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Especially about the courting process. But that guest, Imani Muhammad, yeah. shout out to Imani. Hey, Imani. Um, but she's of the Islamic faith. And she's described the courting process um, for the nation of Islam mm-hmm. in the U.S. at least. Yeah. So she said it was different in different countries. But in the U.S. it was very, like, military Very military. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting. Like, you know, you, you turn paperwork in to court somebody. Yeah. And then you intentionally You have a sponsor. Somebody. No, it's not a sponsor. Yeah, huh, the person no, that the said... She said it's like a captain. But then she called him a sponsor. You called it a sponsor, Heifer. Because you didn't understand what the hell she was talking about. I know what a captain is. It's basically like they have people who are in charge, not in charge, but just like a leadership person of your group of brothers and sisters, right? So the men's side has someone that they might go and check in with, and the women have a sister that they might go and check in with. And so what she was saying is the captain is the people that you would turn in this form in to say you're interested in somebody so that they can make notice to everybody else, hey, these two people are trying to date and they're trying to see if they're going to get married or whatever. So you guys do not disturb their relationship in this moment. And right. So that was kind of what that was. I okay. Think it was a sponsor. <laughs> that sounds a, so alcoholic. It's like anonymous. a sponsorship. <laughs> she didn't get a coin after a year of dating she got somebody. a ring she got a ring it's round like a coin oh my goodness moving on transition transition <laughs> we had a lot of outbursts during our season last he did season. it was interesting you there guys was. should watch yeah um, i usually have random we got to inter- interview um, one of our producers at that time, yeah. um, Naeem, yes. who talked about his start in podcasting, uh-huh. um, also about how they run their business mm-hmm. over there, and we got to drill him. And, and then make up some stuff. Make up stories about <laughs> his dating and sex life, which was very fun, um, because apparently he likes having sex in all the parks in all Portland. The, according to us. According to and us. And heavy on the according to us. <laughs> so if you go back and have a chance to listen or watch this episode, you'll see that he becomes a little more um, internal and vague with his answers <laughs> and decided that he didn't want to be as transparent so we created transparency for him so if you go and listen to it you will hear that 90 percent of his story is made up by us (laughs) aside from the one where his ex-girlfriend got deported his ex-girlfriend did get deported she did we don't know why because he was trying to be on 90 day fiance (laughs) shout out naeem Still still making up stories. She was a kingpin. She was. (laughs) And you were in the park. Right. She had hoes. (laughs) In different areas. In different areas. I love it. Um, We did a really, this was one of my favorite episodes of the season. I know um, it had different, various feedback, but the redefining manhood. Uh Um, I like this episode because we, in a whole relationship conversation about all things love, lesson, perception, right? We get lots of questions about why men think the way they think or, you know, an opinion on a man. Like, they ask us about a man's opinion. And we're women. We can't answer those questions. And so it's dope that we were able to have Andrew Dukeshire Uh and also Blaze Harris, who is a black mental health specialist out of North Carolina. Yeah, the dope black Um, therapist. Yeah, dope black therapist. Um, So Drew shared his struggles and story about him being in prison. Um, coming out of prison, reintegrating, being a, being a father, mm-hmm. all those things. They both kind of shared what um, what made them feel like they were men. 
um, and they carried that conversation the whole yeah, show. Yeah, we actually, like, we actually even said it towards the beginning of it mm-hmm. that we were going to try and keep as quiet as we could yeah. while still kind of helping guide and lead questions. Yeah, absolutely. We're like, we want this to be your area, your space to talk. And they did a lot of talking back and forth to each other. They mm-hmm. related to each other. They asked yeah. each other questions. So where we narrated, they really kind of, it was their spotlight. Yeah, and I... We've, we've talked about revisiting this conversation again because they both have really amazing mm-hmm. stories and we almost feel like we didn't do them justice by yeah. putting them both on the show together. They could have easily held their yeah. own episode by Absolutely. themselves. So I feel like a lot of our shows, an hour just doesn't feel like enough time sometimes. Like it feels like we get really Especially not when your tummy is grumbling like right now and I want to put the microphone on my tummy. I, was just I don't gonna... know which episode that was, but there's an episode last season where Nick B stomach was growling. It was just going... And she was so distracted that she took the microphone and literally put it to her stomach in the middle of the episode. Because she's special. Don't I was question why she's single because just, you hit it first. Because you know why. Because we know why. You and your cats. Smokey! Again, no smoky this season. No smoky or rosy. Right, no smoky or rosy. Smoky, but they're smoky doing good in case cat. anybody's curious how my cats are. Um, you know, they're home for the holidays. Um, I won't be with them this, uh, this Valentine's year. Um, I miss them, but you know, they're, they're holding down the fort while mm-hmm. I'm here handling business and mm-hmm. they all say hi, shout out to their fans, smokyrosie.com. Moving on. You're making them a website? I might now have to. You need to. They're a whole, <laughs> whole celebrities at this point. They really are. Um, <laughs> the, the other episode that we did, we invited, um, my high school friends, mm-hmm. um, and her husband, Kiara Bostic and Isaiah Bostic. Yes. And they, we were talking about opposite sex best friends. Yeah. And this one was a little bit near and dear to my heart. Yeah. I think I went on a tangent. Yeah, a little um, bit. But <laughs> I felt like it was a tangent that needed to be had. It was. I think it was holding in. You know, like, it was like a therapy session for me. Um, so, yeah, I had an experience with my ex and his now person. And his now current. His now current, who was also his childhood best friend or whatever. Um. So yeah, so it was a little touchy for me, but we got to hear other people's perspectives mm-hmm. about what's allowable. Yeah, you know how you navigate having best friends because they both have opposite sex best friends. Right. Um. And so that was interesting, but they also did share about times that it wasn't okay and, and how they moved yeah. through not being okay with someone having a best friend of the opposite sex. Right. Yep. And you had some really good questions about like difference between well I remember the biggest question that I had and sometimes still have is what makes someone your best friend and Mm -hmm. not the one if it's the opposite sex like if your friend is amazing ting amazing ting (laughs) is amazing talent right amazing ting 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 (laughs) amazing talented fun your confidant that person that Mm -hmm. you enjoy spending your time with why aren't they the one does it simply come down to you're not attracted to them? Like it was that was still the question. Like, well, why isn't this the one if this person is all that? Right. Because at, at weddings and all the anniversary parties, which I found out was stuff. a lie. Right. Because they'd be like, I married my best. I friend. married my best friend, and everyone and like, who I asked about that said they lying. Cap. Right. Cap. Cap. <laughs> <laughs> because they're. I mean, and I understood the concept of you have a best friend because that's who you go to to talk to about mm-hmm. everything. Usually, in your mind, you kind of play that as not opposite sex it's like the guy you know, like if it's a guy then mm-hmm. you have a guy best friend because you guys can relate about the same things you yeah. can talk about man stuff or whatever and for women it's women you know i don't think my guy best friends know i'm a girl anymore like i think they knew i was a girl when oh, i met him dude. but today i am seriously <laughs> bruh that's it bruh who wears the who wears the pants in y'all's friendship uh <laughs> she had to think about that a little too hard uh, so. it depends it goes back and forth <laughs> 
about what's in they our all, cups. Right. It is not alcohol. Uh-huh. It's straight vodka in her it's, cup. Right. Uh-huh. In a tinted glass. <laughs> no, now, side note, if you are a liquor brand... And you'd like to sponsor us. And we want some malt liquor. No, we ain't doing no malt liquor. So Coke 45. No, we're not doing that. Mad Dog. <laughs> we should have had Mad Dog on one of the episodes. No, because we don't want to have our girls getting drunk. But no. Mad Dog is such a college thing. <laughs> with some. <laughs> with our teenage girls. Um, No. I can't go out of Mad Dog in college. <laughs> I never drank that. You, you know what never I never did? No, I've only what? had. My first like cheap liquor was Boone's, Boone's strawberry, Boone's and I remember drinking it with a straw. That shit was delicious. My first time drinking Boone's Farm, and I got it from Seven Eleven. Your guy best friend from high school. Really? <laughs> he yeah. was. We were Mate- at his house getting drunk. <laughs> Freshman year. Nice. Of high school, yeah, that was great. But no, that was last season. Mm-hmm. Of course, we had our recap episode yeah. we did last season, but it was a fun time. We tried out a new set, so yeah. we got some some ideas and how we revamped some things yeah. for this season um it was a wild whirlwind of a season we we did a lot of recording really quickly mm-hmm. um but it was fun long hours what was your favorite moment of last season <laughs> um honestly last season i really enjoyed the random outbursts like seriously <laughs> i because we recorded everything so quickly mm-hmm. that there was a lot of stuff that i couldn't even remember but what i did remember was loud noises that i couldn't help but respond to um on camera yeah uh transitions uh-huh. on camera yeah. yeah um my tummy rumbling <laughs> and me thinking everybody can hear it so i went ahead and just put the mic to it um yeah just i think the outbursts yeah. for me are always funny because i crack myself yeah, up she does what were your uh um, favorites I think my favorite was actually bringing out the shirts, <laughs> which you Oh, have. yeah. So I do have on one of the shirts. Um, what, am, what am I wearing? Dick and Therapy. Dick and Therapy. This is from season two. Yeah. And this had to do with the episode that we did with Miss Lachey, mm-hmm. where we were talking, I think it was actually called I Can Do Battle By Myself. Yes. And she was talking about the best way to heal when you're coming out of a significant long-term relationship and she's like basically all you really need is dick and therapy we're like put it on a shirt so we did so yeah so you will see us wearing some shirts we hopefully will be releasing some shirts for the public to buy sometime soon so yeah that is, that is one of our goals we're getting there where it's a slow process we're learning as we go but that honestly that's my favorite part was like yeah. being able to explain the shirts because they were fun and yeah. i loved it and, and thinking of new ideas for new shirts honestly i think those come um, naturally to us that, that was, yeah lots of outbursts <laughs> <laughs> but another thing that we did add was again the sponsorship. So yes. if you are looking to sponsor a show, sponsor an episode, get your product placement on, um, we do highlights, shout outs, all those things. Mm-hmm. We have some amazing products here from Materia Medella. Um, she was on our season two. two. Um, she's an herbalist and she creates and curates all these herbal packages based on what your medical needs are. So she works with you. She works based on what your um, your primary care physician tells you what your your conditions are, your things are, mm-hmm. and she creates these kits for you and things. And so there's a journal that you do. You document everything. Um, she gets you a cute little cup. Um, she does yoni steams, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So if you want to get in on that, she can do virtual um, consultations. She'll yep. ship to you. She'll do all those things. She's getting ready to dip and dive into some shroomery. So that ayahuasca, like if you ever see those movies where they go to those those remote places in the jungle and they they sip that drink and then they have a whole girl that sounds like some whole cult shit. <laughs> I don't want you sipping nobody's Kool Aid. But it's really therapeutic from what I understand. It's like until you, you die, you don't die. <laughs> oh my god, no. 
difference. the point is is that if you'd also like to have your products placed with us <laughs> we would be happy to yes. highlight your brand your product much like we're doing right now yeah. until it took a tangent to death <laughs> that you took it so <laughs> because you over here taking sips of shroom juice in the jungle like in the jungle lee Lurie, you just gonna go hop a plane to a jungle to drink some juice I might actually do that. Ooh, jungle juice. I try everything once. Okay. Almost everything. Okay. Even pegging? I would try. <laughs> you would? I would peg somebody. No. That's, would you have it done to you? Well, that's not really that's pegging really giving, because it's taking it. In. It's taking the ass. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Okay. I won't say. I'm going to leave that one alone. All right. <clears throat> this season. Sips season water. <laughs> Sip that water. Make you wet. Um. This season, yeah, we've got some really great stuff. Yo, I'm up. really excited about this season. I am too. We have some phenomenal guests and some great topics. Yeah, so again, out of order, not anything particular, but we have an episode called Love and Music, mm-hmm. where we invite Mighty, who is a local Portland rapper who has been rapping since he was 11, Six, 11. I think he said, um, and so over two decades at this point, maybe, mm-hmm. of him rapping. Um, super successful, has toured with some of your favorite artists. He is being featured on TV shows, movies, reality mm-hmm. shows, in sports arenas, all those things. Yeah. We might even get a special, like, little... A little couple bars. You know, a few bars. bars. You know what I'm saying? But he discusses, um, like, his music career, the mm-hmm. music industry. He tells some really funny stories about yeah. some other situations with famous artists and talks about how it impacted his own love life. Yeah. And how he navigates his love life through his music and yeah. and celebrity 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 ooh say it again come on sir celebrityism say it again try this, it this is why you call her celebrityism did I get it right that time sure but did I so the next episode we did was open relationships now we talked about poly relationships in the first <laughs> season right yeah we had our guest jelani and yimeya on there uh-huh. and they talked about their experiences with being poly um and we learned a lot during that episode we did lots of rules lots of things lots we of did. guidelines and boundaries we learned even more during in this, this episode. episode yes so open relationships which is totally different than polyamory right. which it all seems like the same to someone it, who doesn't do it. Uh, exa- to that, that yeah. part. So we understand where polyamory is, um, there's different variations of it. Yes, and it, it means you love many, right? Right. So you're heavy on the love, though. Right, you're, heavy, you're like in a relationship mm-hmm. with multiple people. Right, which um, is different than an open relationship, which we found out in this episode, mm-hmm. where um, open relationship is really just about the act of sex yeah basically there's no emotional connection to the person that you are sleeping with outside of your relationship right and but they have similarities about having rules they do having boundaries they do um the open communication yeah about what's going on yeah um but one is where a lot of people thought like the misconception about poly was that um it was about sex Mm -hmm. where this is kind of what it is yeah and so this kind of gave me even more clarification about poly yeah because i was like oh there's a difference yes i thought poly was really just an open relationship but there's a difference yes so you'll have to tune in for that episode just to kind of hear it all and get the perspective of our two guests that were on that episode couple Mm -hmm. and 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 to be fair it's a one-sided open relationship one-sided open relationship so my cousin be out there it is it's her cousin yes who likes teeth um so self-love self-love coach kathy so if you ever follow me on social media i will make mention of me having my life coach sessions i share like little aha moments that i have 
I love my life coach. She's very straightforward, very blunt, very in your face kind of sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I need that because I, I, I do, I'm, I like softness sometimes when people are telling me something's wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and never, she never tells me anything's wrong with me because she'll get on me for that, for that too. But, um, but I do like her approach. It works for me. It makes me feel better. It gives me like actionable things that I can right. work on. And so Nick B got a little dose of that um, on the show because we were asking questions and it was like, oh shit. Well, it's, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I've yeah. actually never worked with a life coach. Right. So it was very interesting to kind of hear her delivery mm-hmm. and how she analyzes language that people yeah. use. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is different. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah definitely. And, uh, we, you know, again, reiterating from what we learned during the sexologist show, mm-hmm. the difference between like a sex coach and a sex therapist is the same as the difference between a life coach and a therapist. It's like right. a life coach doesn't have to have the, the schooling behind what they do. They have to have the experience yes. or some certifications, but there's no degree behind it. Mm-hmm. But um, they're able to give more recommendations from a, a lived perspective rather yeah. than a clinical perspective, I yeah, guess is the difference. exactly. Um, and they can practice anywhere. They don't mm-hmm. have to be in a specific state. They don't have to get certified in a certain state. They can be anywhere. So yeah. if you're interested in getting a life coach and you want to talk to her, let us know. We'll let us know. She's let available. us know. Um, the HBCU experience. That was a fun episode. What I liked about this one also is that a lot of our episodes tend to be hyper-sexualized because we're focusing on love mm-hmm. and lust. Yeah. Um, this one was really more or less getting um, the take of young college students um, at HBCUs. Yeah, and so it was both, both Nick B and I are mm-hmm. HBCU alums. Yep. Um, and so and we've worked with youth in various ways before. So both the young ladies were connect- connected to us in different ways that we've mentored or family or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they were both at different classifications. Classifications um, in their schooling. So it was great to hear like a brand new student perspective, mm-hmm. a little more seasoned student perspective, our perspective. Yes. Um, Especially uh, going to school out of state. And so not only are you dealing yes. with um, becoming a student at a higher level than what you're used to, yeah. you know, coming out of high school, but you're now also dealing with different personalities and different coastal, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just Regional. Re- like just behavior, um, what's normal, mm. different styles, cultural norms. Cultural norms. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It's a. We've learned it because mm-hmm. we both went to school out of state. We both had that that culture shock, that whole experience of being in different areas. Pacific Northwest, not a huge population of Black people. Obviously, we we have our village of Black folks, so we yeah. don't we don't mind it. But it's definitely different going down south, going east coast. So, you know, we know it from when we went to school. Yeah. But they're getting it from a whole different time frame, yeah. social media is like We didn't have social media like yeah, they do. I mean, no. we had stuff, but it was we very had to go basic. To a computer lab we did. Because <laughs> we still had dial-up. We did. We, I, my school had dial-up. I remember having the computers, the Apple computers with the big backs that had yes, the colors. The colors. Yeah. yeah. I thought they yeah. were so pretty. They were pretty. I did like those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Memories. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so the, uh, we did an episode, oh, The List. The List. So everybody remembers The List that came out a while ago about where not to go on a first date. Right, and it was all uh, generated from the viral video that took place mm-hmm. about the young lady who was taken on a date. Mm-hmm. And upon getting to the restaurant, yeah. um, guy comes out to let her out the car, but she locks the, the car door. It's like, <laughs> uh-uh, I know this ain't where we going, this ain't where we're eating, and it was the Cheesecake Factory. Right. So the the whole conversation was, well, what's wrong with Cheesecake Factory? Right. Mm-hmm. So then there was a list of places you should not go on a first date. 
and a lot of them we disagreed on like i think 90 like percent of them yeah like <laughs> i didn't under I, we all kind of left like well where do you go on a first date if it's none of these places right right exactly um our guest that show was eric um dj price miyagi yeah um who was a local uh event promoter mm-hmm. he's a dj he does all he has his own podcast yes he yes has, like come and talk to me or can we talk can we talk yep um so he came on shared his perspective from a male's perspective mm-hmm. about the list yep we also discussed the list of what type of women not to date so there was a list that came out that was reactionary and he called cap on almost the entire a, list uh, <laughs> of course he wants a whole hood ratchet mattress actress <laughs> bottle girl <laughs> Uh, with some class with some class you know <laughs> freaking the sheets yeah and sometimes in the club all that lady in the streets all that it's a whole thing it's yeah. a whole thing he had an interesting perspective and it was a fun conversation it though. was it was good high we, energy it was high energy i did like that um but we gave a little bit of what our actual list were mm-hmm. um of what we would like or what we're looking for all three of us did mm-hmm. so that was interesting um and I like that episode, and I wonder if there are going to be any more lists coming out anytime soon. <laughs> I, you I know, not. they're they're entertaining, if nothing else. They are. They're okay. Good discussion pieces. Yes. Because I mean, at least it drives a conversation about right. why some of these things. Because the the coffee shop was a good discussion point. Right. And um, he said he ne- he would never, and we we're like, well, why not? Right. But then he would take everybody to his house on the first date. Okay. We call cat. He's a little. I call <laughs> cat. Um. Oh, area codes. Yay. Yes. That so was a fun one. Our childhood friend, India Davis, who uh-huh. is a global marketing guru, yes. who travels the world to do these marketing events, mm-hmm. red carpet events, big corporation marketing. Like, she's amazing. that girl. She's that person. Um, <laughs> music, industry, all those things, right? Yes. But because of the way that she travels and the way that she's had to live her career, she has moved around a bit. She's traveled a lot. And so she dates outside of her area. She dates in her area. She's dated in different cities that she's lived in. So it was a good conversation, especially for me, because I, again, am very vocal, which we talked about earlier, about not dating in the same city. Yeah. Um, and me liking and preferring to date out of my state. So Miss B was mildly, possibly persuaded. Not the, uh, mm, just a little bit. Just, mm, just a little bit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> She used to date outside of her state because she thought it was cool, and now she's like. But considering that what my state used to be was here, that's true. So, so mm, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's different. Again, it is. like we said, the population is very small. Yeah, the uh, the available population is very small. Yeah, um, the quality available population is, small. is even smaller. <laughs> so you dwindle down to a little bit of stuff. But yeah. um, but it was a great conversation. She was so open and transparent about a lot of things. Um, and I would be curious to know what other people think about dating outside their areas and whatnot. I mean, she made a lot of really good arguments for why it works. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's just how it works for her. Yeah. And that little, mm, that I'm willing to consider that, mm, is I was like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's just, I could try. I don't think it's going to work, but let me not close, let me not block my blessings. Don't block your, that's another shirt. Season one. Yes. That is, that is one of our shirts. Um, so maybe I will consider giving a shot instead of just not being so completely shut off to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like yeah. It. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. That date map gonna come mm. in handy. <laughs> I like it. Um, oh, we had a, a very deep conversation mm-hmm. with some, some women who actually um, hit us up and they mm-hmm. were doing an event that's happening in April, or no, May. I'm May. sorry, happening in May. It is a, survi- a DV Survivors um, event. It's like yes. a brunch. 
where they're sponsoring 10 women. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to help them get all gussied up. They're going to treat them. They're going to get them all like feeling, feeling beautiful for the day, yes. feeling loved on for the day. They're going to be going to a restaurant out here in Portland. Um, they're looking for sponsors. I feel those ladies, but they're also selling tickets for their event. But they hit us up and yep. they wanted to promote their event on the show. And we were like, wouldn't that be a great topic to talk about? Because again, relationships aren't always great. They aren't always good. They're not like we talk about the dirty part of relationships being funny and the, the sexual things exactly. and all that. But there's also a very dark side to the relationships that yep. can be Abusive. traumatizing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the two ladies that came on, um, Yolanda Merriweather and Kenyatta Trice, mm-hmm. um, came on. They shared their um, their graphic stories about what they went through. Yeah. Because um, they're both they, survivors yeah, exactly. of domestic violence. Yeah. And um, so they, they definitely shared a little bit of their stories. And they also explained their passion behind their foundations mm-hmm. to help women who are survivors yeah. or who are looking to get out of a relationship that they're in and need that support. Yeah. So it was really touching to have them on our show so that we mm-hmm. could help them support um, their cause yeah. and just make more awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we sip a little bit, too, on that episode. Uh, yeah, there was some, there was some there sipping. Some pineapples and some other things happening that was fun. There, so there was some. While we got heavy and serious, we did have a little bit of fun too. We, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have no pineapples <laughs> in a drink today. No, have no fruit. <laughs> it was hitting though. It um, was hitting. <laughs> I uh, we oh we're doing a hot topics episode this season yes. about some controversial topics. On yes. Social so media. you know what, our listeners are so amazing. They will yes. often inbox me or sometimes Lila Ree of different viral clips. Um, surrounding dating mm-hmm. or the aesthetics of dating and they're like you guys should talk about this so we've listened to you we've heard you we've kept track of a few of them and we're going to dive into that this season mm-hmm. also just to kind of break down some of our thoughts behind yeah. some of these clips that go around the internet yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's gonna be a lot of I'm excited for that one. You guys are going to love it. It's nothing but jokes. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and some bullshit. Okay. Um, I think my favorite part is going to be the reunion episode. Yeah. So we know. Okay. So this is where it all came from. Nick B and I met in middle school. Middle school. Um, this is where everything started. This is where all the bullshit, all the shenanigans, all right. the funny jokes. That's why we know each other the, so well. The inside, outside jokes, everything came from us being friends for over 20 plus years. Yeah. So we are inviting our friends, also from middle school, to come back on the show, or to come on the show. On the show. Say back, because we're all coming back together. Um, you're going to meet the white boy. The, whi- the, the okay. white boy. If you remember, <laughs> season one, episode one, I asked Laurie about her uh, first kiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, she made mention of old boy, and I believe old boy was like, <clears throat> was that me? <laughs> I'm the white boy. Yes. And so yeah, he'll be here. He'll be here. I, I have I'll have questions for him. We've heard your side of the story. <laughs> I'm ready to. I would, you um, know, we have never talked about it. We gonna talk about it. We y'all gonna hear about it. Right. And okay. it was so innocent. It was so innocent, y'all. It, it was. <laughs> um, but we have some of our other really good friends, and it's great. The good thing about our I say our class of '01, which yep. is our high school graduation day. I hate aging ourselves, but we bomb. So I mean, it's just crazy. It's, it was an amazing year. It was the best year ever. But I would say this though. I have yet to meet a class of, you know, because we went to different high schools. So mm-hmm. I have yet to meet a class of students anywhere so in the world well connected. that is so close. And I, when yep. I say so close, 
we went to different high schools and mm-hmm. we're still friends. We went, and not only that, yeah. like sometimes I forget that we weren't in the same high school right. at times because we were at the same events. We still yes. had all kinds of mutual friends, yeah. which means we were often at the same parties. Yeah. We were at the same sporting events. Mm-hmm. It's like, granted, we were in different schools, but like you said, that closeness yeah. of the class over the city itself, we are yeah. a pretty tight knit. We were super close. And it's funny because I have friends that have moved here since, um, you know, we've grown up, whatever, like that, that aren't from here, that are from bigger cities, bigger yeah states and they're like why does everybody refer to their high school as if it was like last year last year or like it's the biggest thing that ever happened in our life and i'm like high school was an amazing time. it was a really good time yeah it was a good time to be alive honestly because it was pre-internet i mean no not pre-internet it was the start of internet it was the start of internet it was back when everyone didn't have as much access on their phones so there was much more in-person communication And like today, unfortunately, the kids today, they don't actually interact with each other. They're on their phones interacting, mm-hmm. which is totally different than the sleepovers, right. than the skate parties. Right. Um, I mean, just sitting and talking to each other because everybody's not playing their live games, mm-hmm. talking over their games. Like it's, it was a different time. Absolutely. Being outside, the street lights came Man, on. Man, scraping your knees. From one quadrant to the other quadrant. Okay. Because we start off in Northeast, end up in Southeast, right? North, South, North. It was all over the place. And it was like, and our parents were good with it. No, like, no contact it was, all day long. Right, take the bus home. <laughs> take the bus home. It was like, whose house you going to? I'm going to uh, Nick B's house. Yeah. Okay, see you later. See then you we'd be bye. at Nick B's house. We'd be at Sally Sue's house. We'd be okay. at Billy's house. And then we come back and be like, how was Nick's house? It was wonderful. <laughs> no questions asked. It was right. a good time. But I, um, I'm really excited to catch up with everybody to see what they're doing now. See who's got what going on yeah. these days. Who, um, we have some time left. So I want to know uh-huh. um, what your favorite, because this is our anniversary show. Like we get to talk about all, <sighs> all seasons. All seasons. What was your absolute most favorite moment of Dirty Roses podcast, period? That's tough. You know, we've had a lot of moments over the year. I mean, honestly, if I have to bring it back to the favorite moment, I loved our launch party. And let me just tell you why, though. Like, I enjoyed the whole day of getting gussied up. Mm -hmm. We had our makeup done. We had our hair done. Yes. We um we made sure that we kind of had this these matching red dresses. That's when we first got our step and repeat, yes. and we were like, okay, with the <laughs> we step and repeat, come yes. through. <laughs> and it was just nothing but love to see family and friends come out mm-hmm. and support us. We had this intimate gathering with candles and it bottles and music and yeah, food. food. Shout out to Levon Temps. Okay. They it was yeah, dope. and it was great to have people actually interact with our panelists at the time. Oh, yeah, the Alpo. The yeah. Oh yeah. If y'all don't remember? I think we've mentioned this a couple times because it was just so crazy and outrageous but the girl uh, Shalisa Harris mm-hmm. was also my hair season one season one was on the entrepreneurship episode um she mentioned about how her was it her husband at the time I think so I think it was her husband at the time uh she found out he was cheating on her uh-huh. and she fed him sloppy joes made with alpo dog food yeah and, and if you guys could have heard the crowd the, crowd, the whole audience <laughs> was literally clutched their pearls at the same time mm-hmm. and it was just like <gasps> what and so it was that was a moment and it was funny um but that was just a really fun night Mm -hmm. for us i think and rewarding in that sense um because by that time we had wrapped up recording the season 
And so we were kind of celebrating that because we record the seasons all at one time mm-hmm. and then we launch them at a, at a, on a date. Later date, And then yeah. they play out. But it was like we wrapped up the season. We had all our guests. Yeah. All of the, the guests from the show were honorary guests at the event yes. that night. So they all came. Um, what was, was your, what was your, thinking back over the whole year, I'm mm-hmm. saying the whole year. You know, honestly, it's the episode I hate the most, but it was also the one that we talk about behind scenes the absolute fucking most and you know exactly what i'm talking about are you talking about my little baby brother I am. <gasps> oh, okay so okay. mike bane let's let's get into what it up, mike bane <laughs> he, hates that. He, he does hate mikey yeah, he oh does. my little brother oh, so God. it's first of all it's great that um we can get family up here and if they're willing <laughs> to talk yes. um my brother he he loves to talk and he so i always knew that he was a bit of a train wreck yeah, I think we all know a little bit, but not But not the way we were able to see it because we were able to kind of get an inside yeah. scoop of how his little wheels be turning. Mm-hmm. And we're, I just remember a few pieces of the episode where I was sitting there with my jaw like, <laughs> what? At this time, you were virtual. I was virtual yes. still. Yes. And so Leela Ree and Mike Bain are in the studio together. And she's trying to keep him focused just on the questions alone. And he's ready to take tangents left and right. And he's giving these analogies that have absolutely okay. nothing to do with so the I question. So I backstory. So yeah. every, before every episode, we check in with the guests to make sure they, they're ready, they have all the questions, that they're whatever. So I called Mike Bain <laughs> um, the night before. It was kind of late at night, but I was like, I know he's up, it's whatever. I called him to check in to make sure he's good, to make sure he has all the questions. I don't need no fucking questions. Y'all think I ain't got this? I'm just, I'm just so angry with it. I'm just being professional. Oh, my bad. I'm just used to y'all thinking I ain't shit. Well, okay. Okay. So then from there, he, um, he's out partying, kicking it, having a good time all night long. And I'm like, bro, you gotta be, (laughs) are you going to be up at 5 PM though? (laughs) Are you going to be ready at 5 PM? Oh my God. I think it was like, it might have been like earlier. It, it was like, earlier. It was, like it was late. It was late for me. It was late for you because yeah. you were out on the East Coast. But yeah, so it was like maybe like 11, 12 mm-hmm. o'clock, whatever, our time. And I was like, are you going to be good? Because by this time, it was 3 o'clock in the morning. He has given me the rundown of his entire life story. Um, the whole rundown. Yeah, the whole rundown. He, at that point, had um, was at some bar playing pool. He was outside in the car, back in the ha- bar. It was back. It was a whole a whole thing. Okay. Um, and probably at that, at that same bar right now with my he pops. probably is. He's at the Nighthawk. Yeah, of course. Shout <laughs> out Nighthawk. Um, I had to go to bed. And I was like, yo, I got to get ready for the show tomorrow. So I, I hope you're ready. I hope you're doing the same I thing that I'm are. doing. Um, get ready. He came in the studio. He was cool because he came in while we were still recording a previous episode. He came and he sat quietly. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, he sat quietly. He's doing good. We're doing good, right? He walks in. He sits down. We're okay. Cool. I was like, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. You, you thought I wasn't going to show up. No, I, I, I I did, but okay, you're here. We're doing good. When I tell you that boy got so animated about his his points he was making, you if you feel me though, if you feel if me, if you hear if me, if you hear me, if you respectfully, um, <laughs> there's so many quotes that we took from that episode. So many takeaways. But the part that just killed me was we have a list of questions that we use as kind of like a guide, right? Uh-huh. We, the conversation is really flowing for the most of our guests. <laughs> But we used them just in case. So yeah. Mike Bang got through every single question. In a matter of like, like 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> and <laughs> did not answer a single one. No, not not, not directly. Question, and so no. we kept going back and forth like, okay, yes. but what do you mean? <laughs> 
And in that time, because we don't understand what he's saying. Not at all. He's thinking he is speaking the most eloquent PhD level, you know, going like this all day long. You know what I'm saying? I got these cheeseburgers. Um, start smacking the table to make, make his, his point. point. And I had to reach over and I was like, bro, stop. And he's like, oh, my bad. And he did it again. Mm. He kept doing it. And at that time, we had mics that were on stands. Yes. And he banged the table so hard, the mic just kept popping. <laughs> And it fell off the table. The table was about three feet right. tall. We were up on a bar stool type table. As the mic goes down, it pulls all the cords out oh with my it. God. <laughs> He's still talking. Nick B's on the camera. She don't know what's going on. And She's my like, audio's cut and I don't even know it. She doesn't know her audio's out. She's trying to keep Mike engaged. I'm texting our producers like, fix it. It's broken. It's not working. And just to give you guys a little <laughs> bit of context, these microphones yes. are not no. lightweight. Oh. I want you to envision a standalone mixer that you would like a KitchenAid, something that kind of has almost like cement base bottom to it. These things are heavy, which means that the level of aggression to (laughs) knock a whole mic off the table. Yeah, not like he hit it. It was a pounding. It was a pounding. It was a, he created enough vibration to move concrete. (laughs) Off a three foot table. Off a three foot table. Yeah. um, So during that time, our producers came in the studio. They fixed it all up. And you don't see see this on film because, because we had to edit it out yes but in that time he's still talking he's st- he never <laughs> never missed a still beat making his random points we get everything plugged back in i tried to bring it back nicole nick is like looking off the side of the camera she's like i don't know what the fuck is going on and i'm like so what are your takeaways <laughs> because at this point we're 22 minutes in and we have nowhere to go with this have, interview yeah um and it was like the it was like after, yeah. after it was over, I was like, we're scrapping this whole show. I was and I was like, it. Lee, we can't. <laughs> I said, one, he will have an absolute fit. There's that. He's gonna be in his feelings bit real bad, right? If we scrap his whole right. episode, so there's that. I was like, but yo, secretly this shit is funny, and they do. And so yes. I say that to say that to this day, he is still our highest watched episode. Yes. Well, exceeding by big numbers. Yes. And so, right. And I think that everybody does enjoy going back and watching that yeah. little train wreck. Because, yeah. But also, he's funny. And, and people also agreed with a lot of his yeah. points, mostly and men. That was interesting because we've had future guests yeah. on the show that had And referenced similar, that episode. They referenced that episode. They had similar viewpoints. Yep. And it, we, we kind of realized that what he was saying wasn't <laughs> per se so out there. He just... His delivery. It it's his delivery. Um, but yeah, so that yeah. was one of my favorite... Well, not my favorite. It was, just it was my memorable. Most of my memorable There you moments. go. I, it, yeah. yeah. Me being a, a control freak and having that happen and uh-huh. me, like, not knowing what... I think we handled it really well, though. We, we did the best that we could we with did. the situation that we had. <laughs> so, Nick B, yes. if you could bring any topic to a future show, mm-hmm. what would it be? Mm-hmm. One that we haven't already had? Yes. Of a topic to a future show. And I don't want to use any topics because that are coming. Or sh- is it okay to use any topics? No, because mm-hmm. we already went through the topics that we've done. A topic to a show that we haven't already done. I don't know. You that, know what I want? What do you want? Old people and sex. Ew. I know it sounds gross. All I'm thinking of is old balls. Oh, my God. Just, just like, just like loose skin balls. Can't. Nobody and wants that. My thought process is though, because at some point we're all gonna get old. We want to know how to keep it spicy as we get older, as we get on through life, and especially if people who are in relationships, like how do you keep it spicy until you get up there? Like I'm curious. I want the wisdom. 
I think old people, the highest I'm not saying that they don't. Are oh. in old people homes. And I agree. Listen, I'm not saying that they <laughs> ain't getting it in. I'm just having a really hard time with like Division. the loose skin and the low like saggy the, the saggy the, just like hanging on the side of the bed oh while God. she's down there just you gotta like, get walking around like, right. hey, you got this. and everybody's <laughs> knees are bad like my knees are already oh, bad right right it'd be like oh no baby we can't do that tonight oh, i ain't take my advil in advance oh shit like oh get put them teeth back in my mouth oh, along with your titty oh that might feel good though like if you take the teeth out before she gives them head then she doesn't have to worry about teeth mm. so I bet you old people head is probably the best head that a man will ever get I just know that old people are less they don't have any filters so they're gonna tell you like it is they'd be tooting in the bed oh God. and then I trying to get it in the bed. I know but not while you trying to like uh-huh. have hanky panky mm. oh Robert <laughs> I told you I wasn't gonna do this with you tonight I just imagine that 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 Bertha gave Robert some (laughs) some like really milky soup, and nobody has time for the gas tonight. And I just don't. Who serves milky soup? (laughs) Like a cream base. Oh God, your mind just goes everywhere. It's like like a cheddar cheese base soup. Um, Something soft for the gummies. And then wants to get some loving. That's the kind of. Can we not bring this episode on our show? Because we're absolutely, we're absolutely bringing. God, this on. who are we gonna even invite? I don't know, but now I've got to find someone just because it's gonna make you. Oh man, I'm bringing somebody. Oh man. If you're old and oh. you have sex, please hit us up. Oh man. <laughs> just don't send us no dick pics. Don't we? <laughs> we don't. Want we, don't pics. we don't want the crepe paper photos. Oh God. Okay, Nick B. Huh. There's one thing that you could tell me. About you, that uh-huh. I don't already know. What, what Shit, is it? you don't already know? That I don't already know. Is there a dating story that I haven't heard yet? I feel like you've literally heard them all. No. New ones every oh, oh, I got one, but I think you forgot that I've told I've told it to you, but I haven't shared it with everybody else. Okay. Okay. Rossi on the rocks. Oh, I Are you know. you do remember this one? So I met this guy. Oh, okay, I believe I met him online here in Portland. <laughs> And I met him on, he was on Facebook, but it wasn't like on Facebook dating app because this was way before there was ever the Facebook dating app. And so I met him on Facebook and his profile picture was of him a little bit in the distance. So I couldn't get a very good close up picture of his face, but I could see his silhouette. And from what I saw, he had a nice figure. He seemed tall. I guess I didn't have a really good perspective of height because he was in the background. And um, so I decided to go on this date and we've exchanged phone numbers and he's like, yeah, girl, so I was thinking maybe you could come over to my place. We could watch movies. Now, I'm younger, and I haven't set that boundary of I don't want to go to someone's house on a first date. <laughs> so I was just like, okay. And he was like, well, you know, uh, do you want anything to drink or anything like that? You know, like, what do you drink? And I was like, I drink wine. And he was like, oh, I do too. And he's like, how about you pick some up? And I was like, okay, okay I guess I'll buy the wine since I'm coming to your home and you're providing the heat, the heat, and then right. I was, like, I was like, I guess that's what you're bringing to the plate. I can bring some wine, and I was like, cool. Well, you know, since you drink wine, what kind of wine do you like? He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a simple man. I just like that Rossi. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, um, I said, I said, as in Carlos, like Carlos Rossi. I said, like the wine by the gallon. <laughs> 
He was like, yeah, girl, get the red one. (laughs) And I said, okay, well, I'll get you that, and I'm going to get something else that won't kill me. So um, I got myself my own bottle of wine, and then I got him him some Rossi on the, you know, some Rossi. So we, I pull up to his house only to find out that it's his grandmama's house. Oh, shit. And his room is in the basement. Wait, was but, his grandma there? Yes, because okay. I met Grams. Oh. I came in through the kitchen. She was standing there in her house robe, you hey, know. Hey, and hey. I was, I was like, hi. She, I was like, my name is Nicole with an H. <laughs> and so she's nice, nice to meet you, baby. Uh, so and so's on downstairs. I don't even know his name. I don't remember his name now. So and so's on downstairs, and I'm like, okay. So I go down there with my gallon of Rossi <laughs> and my real wine, and we get to the basement, and um, he's like, oh yeah, you got that good stuff, man. Thank you, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome. And he's like, well, let me get you some cups. He's like, will the Mickey cup mug do for you? And I was like, you gonna send me, you gonna serve me the wine, you gonna serve me the wine that I bought in the Mickey Mouse mug? I said, you know what? Fuck it. This is what we doing tonight, I guess. Let me get that Mickey mug. And so then he's like, you want any rock, any ice? And I was like, let me find out you drinking Rossi on the rocks. What? Like the f- So we have Rossi on the rocks. We got my wine in a mug. And we start watching this movie. And he gets close to me. And he puts his arm around me. Okay. And then all of a sudden, he digs in my nose. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, do I have a booger in my nose? And he was like, nah, girl, I just like your nose. And I said, said, so you just gonna put your hands in my nose? And so then he wanted some sex, and I was like, no, thank you, and I left. Did you leave the wine? I took my wine, and I left his gallon. (laughs) So that was the story of Rossi on the Rocks. Uh, I never called him again. And then, as it turns out, he is someone's cousin that we know very well. Oh, shit. He was in their wedding. And I didn't say anything to him, but I recognized him. And I think he forgot who I was. Oh, we have to talk about this off camera. Oh. Oh, God. You were in that wedding, too. I was in the whole wedding. Oh, yeah. I was in the wedding. Okay, I've only been in one wedding. So (laughs) shout out to our friend who's wedding this was. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. It's her cousin. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he, he dug in my nose. <laughs> that was... Why is Portland so small? This is this why it's hard to date in Portland. <laughs> because the guy that digs your nose is going to be in your other friend's wedding. Like, that's yeah. just a lot to process. And I hadn't seen him in life since the wedding from prior to Rossi on the Rocks night. Oh, God, that's uh-huh. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were there. You made the cake for the wedding. I, I made the cake for that wedding. Oh, that's uh-huh. an amazing culinary. Yeah, so there, there's a story for you. Do crazy. I know any stories? Are there any stories about you I don't know? I have a funny story about New Year's since we okay. just recently passed with New Year's. Uh-huh. Um, so this is my ex-husband. Okay. Um, we decided that we were going to go to Atlanta for New Year's. Okay. Just to do a little romantic trip. We get so fucking wasted. First of all, we got lost because there's 85 Peachtree Streets in Atlanta. And the hotel that we were staying at was on Peachtree. On a Peachtree. On one of them. So we turned down Peachtree, turned left on Peachtree, turned right on Peachtree. Still not, <laughs> could not find the right Peachtree. <laughs> we started driving down this dark road. We're now in the area of SWAT, um, Southwest Atlanta, like kind of area. We've gone too far. We have a friend that I call as a DJ, and he lives in Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. And he was like, hey. If it starts getting dark, turn around. And we're like, it's dark. There's no lights. We don't know where we're going. He's like, turn around now. Lock the doors and turn around. We were like, okay. (laughs) We found a hotel eventually. We get there. We're drinking. We got some, you know, alcohol. We're we're getting lit. My my ex at the time, he he's a drinker. He Uh he's drunk drunk. 
So there is, we have this big giant window that's uh-huh. in our hotel room because we thought it was romantic. We were like, we need to get a nicer, right? <laughs> we look out the window and it's looking over the courtyard of the ho- hotel. So there's a big giant New Year's party going on. Uh-huh. Big event tent, people outside. But our window is fucking huge. When I say huge, it's huge, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm like looking out longingly like, I wish I was at that party. You're like, girl, we good here. Girl, da, 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 drink, right? So I, we, we do our shenanigans for the evening, right? Fall asleep. Party's still going on because it hasn't even been new. Like, we're so drunk. It hasn't even been. It's not even yet. the next not, day yet. Not yet. So the party's still going on. He wakes up out of his sleep, butt-ass naked, right? <laughs> he has to go to the bathroom, oh, but he's God. drunk and doesn't know where he's going. He opens up the curtains of the window <laughs> and is in the fucking window, <laughs> facing the courtyard with everybody down there. Can you pee on the window? <laughs> no, that's the window. <laughs> he's pissing from the window to the wall <laughs> just sweating drop down his balls not just um, pissing all over the windows yeah overlooking uh, the new over year's the party people. over the new year's party oh that's um, awesome and he had no clue that he did that and so like years later that's so hilarious he, knew, he didn't know so that was our interesting new year story that is awesome did anybody see him i don't think I looked at anybody oh, God. Um, when we left the hotel. It was kind of like one of those Can you imagine being the maid that has to come in and clean the piss off the windows? Uh, it's all dribbled down to the floor. <laughs> it's embedded in the carpet in the corner now. It's one of those moments where you don't even turn your key and you just check out. And you just oh, leave. God. You just leave and let them bill you later. Like, oh, God. Did they charge you? Like, they I would have I, I would have charged you guys an extra smoking fee or yeah. another 250 I, for cleaning I or something. Feel- <laughs> I feel like New Year's comes with the caveat of some bullshit. I can't do down. New Year's parties. Oh, they God. they are the most stressful. It's so expensive. It, it was in your in your room. <laughs> you guys had a whole party in your room. We did. Oh God. Oh, good times. Those were good times. Love it. Yeah. Well, you guys. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to cheers. us. Oh. Here we go. Cheers. Hold on. Clinkity clink clink clink. There we go. Y'all, we are so excited. Season four, Dirty Roses podcast. Y'all make sure you check us out every Tuesday. Yes. For the next 10 weeks. Okay. Let's go.